name of. There's healing in the name of. There's salvation in the name of. The Bible says that demons tremble at the sound of that name. Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkepo of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now... Here's today's message. Let us pray. Father, thank you for another opportunity that we have to be in your presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, from today, don't miss church because I am starting a very, very important series which I've never preached on to you before. And the topic is how to neutralize curses. Clap your hands for the Lord. How to neutralize curses. Today I'm just introducing the topic. Alright. And today I'm asking the question, what is a case? What is a case? How to neutralize cases. Number one. Number one. Modern day Christians must have a proper respect for cases. Write it down. If you are a Christian, look at me. If you are a Christian, you must have a proper respect for cases. When I say a proper respect, it means you must respect cases properly because cases exist. Cases exist. Amen. And respect means fear, reverence. You must have a fear, you must have reverence. All right, for cases. Yeah. Now, most of you, you have a greater respect for demons. Yeah. You have a greater respect for demons. But you see, demons, listen to this. Demons are the implementers of the case. So where there is a case, it is demons that implement the case. Therefore, instead of rather having greater respect for the demon, you have to rather respect the case. Because if the case is not there, the demons don't have anywhere to do. How many of you understand that? Amen? Psalm 119 and verse 6. Psalm 119 and verse 6. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. If I have respect 
unto all thy commandments, then I shall not be ashamed. And all throughout the Bible, one of the things that God continues to talk about because of disobedience, because of certain things that people do, is a case. So you must have respect. You must have respect. Curses are real. Amen. But you see, but you see, it is because most people don't think deeply about what is happening in their lives. That is why you don't appreciate cases. But if you think deeply, if you think deeply, that in your family, nobody lives beyond 30 years. That in your family, all the ladies don't get married. That in your family, when the ladies get married, their marriages spoil. That in your family, nobody, all the men are drunkards. You see, you have not thought about it. But if you analyze it carefully, you realize that there's something wrong. How many of you are here? Few people are philosophers. It is philosophers who think deep. Karl Marx, he brought the idea of socialism and communism. And he was wondering, why is it that we live in the world that some people have a lot and some people don't have anything? So he said, let's bring a system where everybody has the same thing. So he thought about it and introduced a whole societal system called communism. Sigmund Freud. Eh? He thought deeply about the different ways people behave. Do you understand? And he came out with four different types of human beings. Everybody here, you belong to one of those groups. He described them as the temperaments. The temperaments. There are four temperaments. We have the sanguines. The sanguines are the happy eh, go-lucky people. They are always happy. It doesn't matter what is happening. You're always happy. When you have your party and you bring a sanguine there, even when your food finishes, the party will still be nice. He'll be cracking jokes. He'll be chatting, talking, I mean, saying funny things. People are forgotten that there's no food. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Do you get it? That's a sanguine for you. But they have their side which is not good. Sanguine, sanguine men don't know how to manage money. When he's paid, everybody he sees, he dashes managers. He buys watches for everybody. He just, he just tell him, oh, I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll go fit to fit you. you give you 50 ganasses right now. By two weeks, the money is finished. So if you are a woman and you are married to a sanguine man, when he gets his salary, collect it from him. And keep it and give him some. And if the one he requests for some, ask him, what are you going to do with it? He doesn't know how to use money. 
and they have other weaknesses. Then we have the cholerics. The cholerics are strong leaders. They are achievers. They have self-motivation and initiation. They tend to be very good leaders. Okay? They are firm. But they have their weak side. They can be rude. They can be impatient with people. Are you getting that? They can be disrespectful. The next group are melancholics. Melancholics are people who are deep thinkers. They think a lot. They analyze a lot. They calculate a lot. If you have a job that needs details, like accounting, where the money went to, past year, and all that, don't give it to a sanguine. A sanguine, you wouldn't even know where your money came from. Employ a melancholic. Yeah. Everything will be But they also have a sanguine, which is not good. Because they are perfectionists. Everything must be you know, like, if you marry, if you marry um, a melancholic wife and you are a man, you can't put your socks on the bed. Yes, it? Your, your shoe must always be arranged. You know, the man, one guy, you just think there isn't. No, 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 it can't happen that way. The, the toothpaste. You know, no matter how we use the toothpaste, you just hold it and just press the middle. The melancholic wife will say, no, you have to start from the edge and press it small, 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 You know, so they are perfect people and because of that, they look down on other people. Yeah. And the last group are the phlegmatics. It comes from the word phlegm, which comes from your nose when you get a cold. It's very tiny, it's very slow. So the phlegmatics are slow people. Okay? They are slow people. But they have their good side. Their good side is that they don't like quarreling. They flow with everybody. They can withstand nonsense for a long time. Only that when they jigger, they are one block. But they don't jigger by heart. I get what I'm saying. And phlegmatics, if you need somebody who you want to do a certain job for a long time, phlegmatic. So most teachers are phlegmatics. Yeah. Most teachers are phlegmatics. They can be there and teach for a long time. 40 years, say teacher. I get what I'm saying. But their side, which is not good, they are lazy. They sleep a lot. If you're a woman, you marry a phlegmatic husband, you are likely to be poor. Because they don't work hard. They, they lack initiation. So you see, it took somebody to think very... Is it what I've said? As I was saying it, everybody, you place yourself somewhere. It's true. It took somebody to think about all this. Yes. It's because most Christians don't think deeply... That is why you are not aware that there is a curse operating somewhere. And because you are not aware, the curse is able to maneuver to envelope you. Oh. 
it takes advantage of your lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. But from today, every curse is exposed in your life. I said every curse is exposed in your life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Right. Do you understand it? Yeah. Isaiah chapter 22 and verse 11. Now, many things that fight us are of old existence. Isaiah chapter 22 and verse 11. Ye made also a ditch between the two walls for the water of the old pool. Don't, 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 don't bother if you don't understand it. But ye have not looked unto the maker thereof. Neither had respect unto him that functioned it long ago. You see, there are things that are happening in your life, but the Bible says that you have not, you have not looked unto the maker thereof. Many things that are fighting us, they are things that are of old. Determined things. Declare things. When, 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 you know, uh, Golan next week, I'll be going into the different cases. One of the cases, you know, are the global cases. The global cases. That affect the whole world. For example, the, the, the curse of man. The curse of man. And that curse is the curse that makes you to sweat before you get small money to eat. No, look. From the poorest to the richest people, everybody sweats. The rich man is sweating. Yeah. And the poor man is sweating. And these are things that have been determined of old. And they are fighting us. They are curses. Wow. But God is going to deliver you from every curse. I say God is going to deliver you. Every curse in your life is going to be neutralized. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. It is because of curses that things are turned upside down in your life. Things are turned upside down. Now, look at Isaiah chapter 24. Isaiah chapter 24. When I say things have turned upside down, what does it mean? Look at me, everybody. Look at this bottle. The normal position of this bottle is this. This is the bottom. This is the head. Two of us. Yeah. When you see this bottle like this, things have been turned upside down. In other words, things that should have been this way are rather this way because of cases. As I 24, behold, the Lord maketh the earth empty. And make it waste. And turn it upside down. And scatter it about the inhabitants thereof. Things are turned upside down. Continue. And it shall be 
as with the people, watch this, as with the people, so with the priest. As with the servant, so with his master. Watch. The priest and the people are not the same to be one. And the master and the servant are not supposed to be one. When you see the situation of the master as the same as that of the servant, things have been turned upside down. The master is struggling for trotro. The servant is struggling for trotro. The master is not supposed to be struggling for trotro. The master is supposed to be driving in his car. And the servant is struggling for trotro. So when you see the master struggling for trotro, and the servant also struggling for trotro, things have been turned upside down in the life of the master. Uh, so, with his master, as with the maid, so with her mistress. The madam and the maid, house help, uh, are all in the same situation. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. As with the buyer, so with the seller. As with the lender, so with the borrower. So it's like, whether you, you, you lend or you borrow, it's like things are the same. There's something wrong. Things have been turned upside down. As with the taker of usury, those who give out to make profit, so with the giver of usury to him. Continue. The land shall be utterly empty and utterly spoiled. For the Lord has spoken this way. The earth mourned and faded away. The world languished and faded away. The haughty people of the earth do languish. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof. Because they have transgressed the laws. Changed ordinance. Broken the everlasting covenant. You see, the transgression, go back. The transgression of God's law. The changing of the ordinances. The breaking down of everlasting covenants. They are the reasons why things are turned upside down. When in the world it is okay. When in the world it is okay for a man to sleep with a dog. It is okay. It's, it's okay. One day I showed you a video here. There was a man who was happily sleeping with a dog. And it is his human right. When it is okay in a society, okay, for a man to sleep with a man and a woman to sleep with a woman and then the whole society says, it is okay. You see, it is because they, they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinances, broken the everlasting covenant. God's idea of marriage is an everlasting covenant between a man and a woman. Now, we have changed it. In the name of human rights, we have changed it. These are the reasons why there are curses. These are the reasons why there are curses. Now, look at verse 6. Everybody look at verse 6. Isaiah chapter 24 and verse 6. Therefore, had the curse devoured the earth, and they that dwell therein are desolate. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth are burnt, and few men left. Therefore had the curse devoured the earth. The reason why things have been turned upside down is because 
of the case. Watch. It didn't say, therefore, therefore had demons devoured the earth. No. So have proper respect for cases more than the respect that you have for demons. Can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? amen. Are you seeing that? Yes. yes. It is because of curses that things get turned upside down. But from today, may the Lord rearrange your life. May the Lord rearrange your life. May the Lord rearrange your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May every curse be neutralized from your life. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Amen. Number two. It is the responsibility and the duty of a minister of the gospel, alright, to point out cases when they exist. Yeah. It is the duty and the responsibility of a minister of the gospel uh, to point out cases to the people if they exist or when they exist. Listen. Men of God have come under so much pressure to please the people they shepherd that they now tell them only what they want to hear. Reverend Eastwood wrote a book many years ago, The Pressure of the People. The Pressure of the People. It is very dangerous to follow the pressure of the people. King Saul, King Saul, all right, because of the pressure of the people, offered sacrifices to God that he was not supposed to do. He stepped into the office of the priests, of the prophets, that he was not supposed to do. And God used someone to tell him, you have done foolishly. His kingdom ended there and then. You see, you want to hear only good things. You want to only hear that you are blessed. Things are working. Things are great. That is good. But you must also be ready to hear that, hey, what is happening is a case. What is happening is a case. I was talking to somebody last week. He did something. And I said, don't do that. Because it is a seed. It's a seed. It is a seed means that there's a harvest. So don't do that. Yeah. Don't plant things that you wouldn't like to reap. Yeah. How many of you remember the great prophet, prophet Malachi? How many of you remember? 
Malachi chapter 3 and verse 9. Look at it. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 9. Malachi chapter 3 and verse 9. Eh? What did he say? He was standing among the people. He was standing among the people. And he said, Ye are cursed with a curse. For ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. He stood in the midst of the people of God and said, For this thing that you have done, you are cursed. Many people get offended when things are pointed out to them. Are you getting it? Now, you want there to be an usual conversation. But the Bible says that him that God loveth, it is he that he chastens. When God loves you, he chastises you. Hallelujah. Hello? I get what I'm saying. So, a man of God must know that it is your responsibility if there is a case, when there is a case, to point it out. To point it out. Amos said, Woe is he who is at ease in Zion. Jeremiah said, Cursed is the man whose trust is in the arm of flesh. You see, these prophets of old who knew God, they were not afraid to point out when there were cases. But in our modern churches, we the men of God, because of the pressures of the people to please them, so that they don't take away their big offerings and their big tithes. Do you understand it? Eh? Do, do, do you see? Where there is a case, we don't want to talk about it. But you see, a pastor shepherds God's people. And a good pastor, David said, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He leads me beside the still waters. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. A good shepherd, a good pastor is leading the people of God by the still water. In other words, still water talks about things that to make them experience peace and tranquility in their life. And the green patches is talking about things that brings blessings and prosperity and improvement and progress in their lives. That is how God, our shepherd, leads us. And we the under shepherds. That's how we must lead the people of God. So when I see something bad about you, and I cannot say it. Because you get offended. And he says, many of the people, like in the day of Jeremiah, they got so much offended that they arrested him and they went to put him in a dungeon. Look at it. You want us to sweet talk you. But it will not help you. Hallelujah. I said it will not hurt. Eh? David said, it was good for me that I was afflicted. Because that made me to learn your commandments. 
Can I have an amen? amen. Are you here or you have gone home? Eh? I'm talking about curses. I'm talking about curses. Number one, you must have a proper respect for curses. Watch me, everybody. There's a snake called black mamba. Black mamba. Okay? It's not black. It's that when you open the mouth, it's dark. It is the most dangerous snake. Look, that snake, it can, it can, it can roll itself into the form of a tie and run, chase you under a slope. Yeah. Now, listen. If you knew that there was a black mamba in your bedroom, what would you do? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. And then, and then, no, one, one time, a woman was lying on her bed. When from the roof, there was a big noise. When she looked, a big snake. You see, snakes, all right, Eh? That's why Jesus said, be wise as a serpent. They're very wise. They're very wise. A snake can live with you for 30 years. 20 years. Quiet. Yeah. But watch this. Listen. There's a black mamba in your bedroom, but you don't know. And then your neighbor tells you that, "Mm, I saw a black mamba eh, on your wall and entered your window. So it is, it is in your room. Will you be angry with the person? How many of you will not be angry with the person? Yes. So when there are cases, you understand it? When there are cases, and it is pointed out to you that a young lady who is not married, chasing a married woman's husband is a case. Don't say, I'm, 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 I'm. He, he said, he said he likes me. Because he said he likes me. I mean, what should I do? I, I didn't. I was sitting my somewhere. Then he came. You are sitting your somewhere. So that, all that I'm saying is that that situation is a case. Hello? Are you going home? Yeah. So have a proper respect. How many of you have a proper respect for this black member? Uh-huh. So have a proper respect for cases. More than for demons. The demons are the implementers of the cases. Hallelujah. Right. Now, let me end with this. So what is a case? What is a case? What is a case? A case. Let me sum it up for you. A case is something that does not make things to work out in your life. That's all. And next week, I'm going to go uh, through with you on different types of cases. Global cases. Do you understand it? Man-made curses. Eh? Custom-made curses. <laughs> Custom-made curses. 
Yes. But a curse is anything that doesn't make things to work in your life. A curse is a frustration. It's a frustration. A curse is a relentless, continuous sorrow. A curse is a continuous, never improving, downgrading. Downgrading. It doesn't matter what you do. You are always at the bottom. There was a young man. There was a young man who came from a good family. Look, his life became so some way. Nothing was working. Nothing, no amount of money that they gave to him will help him. So they decided that, okay, we will send him abroad. So they sent him abroad. When he landed abroad, no, the following week, something happened to him. They put him in the and came back. That's a case. That's a case. I said, that's a case. But now, there's good news. I said, there's good news. Hallelujah. I said, there's good news. Because you can neutralize every case. Clap your hands for the Lord. Verse 34. We are not fair, but God is fair. Acts chapter 10. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. God is no respecter of persons. So God is fair. Alright? So if there's a curse and the conditions change, the curse will also change. You know that there are some people, once they are against you, they are against you. Are you done, Zana? Eh? Once they are against you, that is it. That is it. Hey! Eh? That's how we are. How many of you know that's how we are? But that, that, is, that is the spirit of the world. Yeah. Jesus said, and you, when you stand to pray, forgive. If you have ought against your brother. For if you do not forgive your brother, their sins against you, neither will, will your father who is in heaven also forgive you for your sins. Many of us, we are bitter. Something that happened long ago. Long ago. You cannot let it go. Anything that you are struggling with in terms of forgiveness, may the Lord heal your heart right now and set you free in the name of Jesus. May the demon of unforgiveness leave you now in Jesus' name. Yeah. Many years ago, I had a, a patient. She was 
She was 60, 60 something. Yeah. She had all kinds of problems. Diabetes, hypertension, obesity, joint problems, all kinds of problems. You know? And uh, as I, I treated her, I used to minister to her. And so one time, you know, I got a little deeper into her life. And she narrated to me. At the time that she was my patient, she was married, living in the same house with her husband, but for 18 years, she was sleeping in her room and her husband also separately. So I asked her, why? Then she narrated the story. How the husband went behind her back to have an affair of another woman and had a child. So I asked her, did you forgive him? She said, yes. So I said, but it's been 18 years. She said, I have forgiven him, but I cannot bring myself back to him. See, that's how we are. That's how we are. But God is fair. God is fair. Amen? Eh? He said, come, let us reason together. You come. You did some things wrong. Sit down. God says, come. Invitation. Anything that you have done against God, I want you to know, no matter how heinous it is, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is able to forgive you. Hallelujah. For if we say that we have not sinned, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. May you be loosed from every hidden bitterness, every hidden sin in your life. Hallelujah. Amen. God is fair. And because he is fair, when the conditions change, the curses also are rolled away. Jesus went on the cross, shed his blood, and became curse for us. Because the Bible said, Cursed is he that hanged on the tree and rode away the curse that had come upon us as a result of our father Adam's transgression. Hallelujah. Now, curses, watch this, curses are things of this earth. Curses are things of this earth. In heaven, there's no curse. That should tell you that a curse is a very bad thing. It is only things that are bad that are on earth. How many of you know that? Yeah. For example, in heaven there's no death. Hey, pray that you go to heaven. How many of you like to go to heaven? Because there's no death. We will live forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. That is why you must serve the Lord so that when you go there, you know, you find something doing. Yeah. What are you going to do for eternity? Amen. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 3. 
Revelation chapter 22 and verse 3. Are you blessed? Are you blessed? By the end of this series, every curse in your life will be neutralized in the name of Jesus. Because you are going to make the necessary adjustments. Amen. If you are sitting down here as a young man and you insulted your father and slapped him and left. And you are sitting down here and you are so happy lifting up your hands and listen. That's a curse upon your life. Yeah. Yeah. A woman had two daughters. One was so terrible towards the mother that the mother said, even if you go to university, you still come and sell beans. Yes. Do you understand it? Uh, by her behavior towards the mother, the mother opened the mouth. Okay? And, and, and next week, I'll be giving you biblical definitions of cases. Alright? Yeah. And, and one, of the, one, of the, one of the definitions is is when somebody calls on eh, a supernatural power to inflict something on you. Like, like Balak told Balaam, curse Jacob. I get what I'm saying. Yeah. So the mother said, even if you go to university, you still come and say, it happened. The lady went to university, had a degree, and came and sold. A mother had two daughters. She called one angel and one the devil. Based on how they related with her. Angel became a prominent person. Devil grew up, went into all kinds of life, smoking, prostitution, and landed in prison. A curse or curses are things of this earth. But watch, Revelation chapter 22 verse 3. Alright, let's pick it from verse 1. Wow. And he showed me a pure river of water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding out of the throne of God and of the Lamb. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life, which bare twelve manner of fruits, and yielded her fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Verse 3. And there shall be no more case. In heaven, there shall be no more case. Hallelujah. But the throne of God and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Curses will end when we go to heaven. There shall be no more case. Charlie, heaven will be a nice place. How many of you know that heaven will be a nice place? Hey, me, I don't know about you, but Charlie, I really want to go to heaven. One of my prayers all the time is the Lord, help me. Hey, help me. Because when you get to the gate, when you get to the gate and Peter is there, and Jesus is there, eh? and things are not working. Pastor Benihin had a, a vision, I think last year or two years ago. In the vision, he went to heaven and he was in a queue of a long, a long queue. And at the gate of heaven, the Lord Jesus Christ stood there and there was a woman who was playing the piano. And 
Pastor Benihim knew this woman. She was there. When you got there and your matters were good, the Lord would smile nicely and nod. And the woman would play the piano. And the door to heaven was open for you to go. Yeah. If he shook his head. Oh yeah. He said he was in the queue. Then it got to his turn. Then he looked at the Lord Jesus Christ. And when he looked at the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord neither nodded nor shook his head. But just looked at him. And then he woke up. And when he woke up, he said, the Lord spoke to his heart and said, I'm giving you a second chance. Don't blow it. You can go on YouTube. See the testimony there. Hey! Brother! Your, your legs will be... What a... Shh. Eh? What a shock. Give the Lord a shoulder. A shoulder shock like that. Hey! You tremble. You tremble. But by the grace of God, we shall make it. I said, by the grace of God, we shall make it. Every curse in your life shall be neutralized in the name of the Lord Jesus. May the curses be neutralized as you walk in the wisdom of God. As you walk in the wisdom of God. As God shows you what to do. We are going to go through what curses are there and what must we do to neutralize them. Are you blessed? Clap your hands for the Lord. Stand to your feet. Give the Lord a wonderful clap offering. Lift up your hands. Alright. Thank God for his word. He has sent for his word to heal our diseases and to deliver us from every distraction that is in our life. Lift up your hands and just thank him for this wonderful truth that has come Lift up your hands and pray and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you. And as I continue to walk with you, give me wisdom. Open my eyes to things that bring curses into my life and cause me to walk in the path everlasting. I give you praise, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for guidance this morning. We are grateful in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, bow, bow your head, everybody. Alright. Now, this morning, alright, just before we leave, I want to encourage you and give you the opportunity to give your life to Jesus. You know, the greatest case is not giving your life to the Lord and dying and spending eternity in hell. That is why Jesus came. That will be delivered from this great case. This morning, do you know Jesus? Are you ready? Are you ready to go home with Jesus Christ when he comes? He loves you. He shed his blood particularly because of you. To save you so that you become his child. For him to transform your life and for you to become useful in his hands. As every eye is closed, wherever you are standing, Maybe somebody invited you to church. Let's go to church. Or you came on your own. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you want me to pray for you right now, lift up only your right hand. Very high. And I'll pray for you. Lift it up. Don't be ashamed of anybody. God bless you. Just lift up your hand. Lift up your hand. The whole of today, many people have been saved. You are becoming part of these people. Lift up your hand. Father, thank you for my brothers and my sisters. 
who have lifted up their hands, what a blessing that they are coming to you. What a blessing. What a savior. Now, if you have lifted up your hand, I want you to do one more thing. Pick your Bible or your back, whatever you came to church with. Leave your seat and walk to me to the frontier. Come here. I want to meet you here and pray for you here. Come. 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 Give your life today. Come on to Jesus. Let him have his Heaven is way. rejoicing because of this one. Hallelujah. Oh, keep on coming. Encourage them. Amen. Alright, can you please lift up your hands, the two of you? Your two hands, close your eyes. This is your prayer. I'm just going to lead you to pray this prayer, but it is your prayer. And so I want you to pray it to God. Let it come out of your heart. Mean it and pray it to faith. Believe it that after this prayer, your life is never the same again. Say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Jesus. Let the whole church join. Say, Dear Jesus. I believe with my heart that you are Lord. I confess you as my Savior. I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins. I repent. I've done so many bad things. But please wash me in your blood and make me whole. I declare from today you are my Lord and Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and change my life forever. In Jesus' name. Amen. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon opposite the Collegon Main Gate. Please note our service times. English services Early Rain Service 6.30am to 8.30am His Presence Service 8.30am to 10.30am and Love and Faith Service 10.30am to 12.30pm Other Languages L'Eglise Glorious French 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gun, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompts. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, Please call 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. The numbers again, 0278-888-884 or 0543-289-289. God bless you.